Discerning Hearts presents In Search of the Still Point with Dr. Regis Martin. In episode 36, Dr. Martin reflects on From Grim and Grumpy Souls, Good Lord Deliver Us. St. Teresa of Avila, for whom the mystical life became the most salient feature of her Carmelite vocation, was also, uh, and not by accident, the sworn enemy of those who would not smile, the grim and grumpy ones who evince no joy in the spiritual life. From silly devotions and sour-faced saints, she prayed, Good Lord, deliver us. That is good advice, it seems to me, especially as it comes from a doctor of the church. And here's the thing about joy. Two things, actually, that need to be said about it. The first is that it is not pleasure, and so should never be confused with it. A cold bottle of beer beneath a blazing summer sun. Now that's pleasure, both immediate and undeniable. But listening to the music of Brahms or Mozart is beyond pleasure, and will, if one is properly disposed to hear it, carry one straight away into realms of purest joy. Combining the two, of course, so that you've got the beer and the Brahms can only augment the joy and the pleasure of both. The other thing to remember about joy is that it represents the single most infallible sign of the presence of God, without whom it will not be possible to sustain a life of Christian worship or discipleship. St. Paul is the obvious expert here, who in his letter to the Philippians, not to be confused with the Filipinos, repeatedly urges us to, quote, rejoice in the Lord always. That is because the Lord is at hand. He is always and intensely present to us. And so Paul assures us that we are to have no anxiety about anything. And if you do that, he says, rejoicing as always in the Lord, then the peace of God which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And so an attitude of joy has got to be the chief staple of your life, not fleeting or incidental, but an absolutely central and defining fixture of your life. Because the difficulties we face will never be overcome in the absence of it whose deep wellsprings we draw upon in the certainty that they can never run dry because their source is God himself, who having overcome the world will not desist in his determination and delight to replenish the supply. Now the reason for this joy, Joseph Pieper tells us, is always and everywhere the same, which is the experience of being loved, giving and receiving love. And never mind whether it is happening right now in the present moment or whether one hopes 
It may happen in some future moment. Or even if it once happened, and we remember with gladness the joy it occasioned. It is always the same expression of love. Which means, of course, that whoever does not love can never rejoice. Not even if every material or sensate pleasure were on hand to distract one from the sheer loss of love. Or worldly distinction, the praise and prestige conferred by others. I think of the Igmar Bergman film, Wild Strawberries, whose protagonist is an old man about to be given an award for some great academic distinction. And yet, he really does not love anyone but himself. But who, in a series of dreams and memories of unexpected encounters along the way, is made to see the sheer emptiness of such a life, and thus comes to the realization that in order to receive love, one must be willing to give it away. Struck by this sudden epiphany of grace, the old man, who in his nearness to death really hasn't got much time left, is granted an unexpected vision of his own childhood, which proves wonderfully transfiguring him, allowing him at last to re-enter the world of others, and the love he and they may experience together. Pray God that it prove redemptive. An old and wise Jesuit once told me that the essence of hell is when the soul says to God, I don't want to love. I don't want to be loved. I want only to be left alone. That is very telling, I think. It is certainly chilling. And of course, God will not prevent that final human exercise in self-damnation, which is the refusal, an eternal, unending, obdurate refusal of joy. Thanks for listening. This is Regis Martin in search of the still point. You've been listening to Dr. Regis Martin in search of the still point. For more episodes in this series, visit discerninghearts.com or you can find it in our free Discerning Hearts app or on many other streaming platforms. Discerning Hearts is a 501c3 nonprofit Catholic apostolate dedicated to evangelization and spiritual formation through the use of new media. To learn how you can support our mission, visit discerninghearts.com.